This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. As well as the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. September. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And if you are watching live, you can call in on that number, which uh, I'm, I'm, we've got full screen now, which is pretty exciting. I'm dealing with a new little, uh, we've done some upgrades here to the service. But if you want to call in, it is 646-668-8360. We've already got two patrons on the line to chat Star Wars, and the chat room is beginning to fire up with the rural fire, the, the rural farm boy of all things. Uh, we are going to do. I'm going to try to do three of these uh, little hyper news this week: Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the American times. So join in each week day. We're going to be doing them. At, uh, at this time, 5pm on the West Coast, 8pm on the East Coast, 7pm in the middle. And I think if you're in the UK, it's at the very easy hour of 1pm, uh, 1am, I should say, 1pm, that'd be amazing for you guys. But we're going to talk about uh, some more Black Heart set photos, Celebration Post announced, Kelly Marie Tran talks about her off Ed in uh, the New York Times, and what else have we got? We've got a bit of Darth Maul action and some Last Jedi Blu-ray sales information to uh, go through. And uh, polls. Let's let's hit the poll. Uh, the one I did for today was this was uh, Ray having a multicolored double-sided lightsaber in episode nine is the best idea ever, the worst idea ever, a uh, good idea or a bad idea. And we had 15% saying the best idea ever, 19% saying a good idea, 38% saying a bad idea, and 28% saying the worst idea Ever. So, and I should point out this this multicolored double ended lightsaber, it's just a bit of a, a fan theory, people that like to do up art. Personally, for me, I'm, I'm a single bladed, single colored type of guy. I'm just, I'm just white bread with the crust cut off. All right. So, uh, I would uh, very much just, just like Raiders to have your classic lightsaber. No, um, no need to fancy it up, but uh, but I do hear a lot of talk about this, so I was very interested on that. And uh, we'll go through some of the uh, the user or the Twitter replies in a little bit. 
But uh, yeah, for each show, I'm going to post up a, uh, a poll for you guys to uh, interact with, to gauge the uh, the voice of the people, as it were, as it were. But um, let's see what we've got on the docket. I want to give a, uh, let's talk about some Steel Wars things. Um, Patreon is what fuels the Steel Wars podcast. And these episodes, while they'll be on YouTube, if you want to hear the audio version, some people don't like watching YouTube and they're, they're driving in their cars or at work, they just want to hear the audio. And we will put every episode up on the Patreon on the $1 tier. So if you want to chuck in $1, get you access to all the previous uh, interview Steel Wars episodes and uh, you'll get these as well. But for the uh, the normal feed, I'll put this one up on the normal feed this week just so people know what's going on, what we're doing, if they want to chuck in a buck, which is 23 cents. So if you're on three of these a week, is that worth 23 cents to you? I don't know. But I want to give a, a shout out to Brad Tracy, Ted Kamensky, and uh, welcome, Ted, and welcome to the wonderful world of having your surname mispronounced, and uh, Jason Forrest, who all pledged in the last couple of days, and longtime Patreon, Rebecca Edwards, up to her patronage so we appreciate that let's talk a bit of star wars news and of course we will take everyone's calls if um if those on hold want to jump in at any time to discuss a uh, a topic uh press one and i'll know you want to talk about that otherwise we'll get you in your due course now this isn't a spoiler there is no spoilers in what we're about to talk about but uh, Jason Ward at makingstarwars.net has a series of set photos from Black Park somewhere outside of London. My internet doesn't want to open up Making Star Wars. There's, uh, and as Seth Owen aptly describes this photo, there is going to be lots of trees in episode nine. Seth Owen on the, uh, the YouTube chat here. Um, but yeah, so Jason has got a bunch of photos and all it says is there's going to be a scene in a forest. They're adding some vines and then some adding some rocks. So um, I know for you rock fans out there, you wanted to find out rocks. You know, that was going to be a, a big reveal in the midway of the, of the movie. But um, if you want to go check those out, the uh, link is in the show notes for the Black Park set photos at makingstarwars.com. Net, very exciting. We've got Amy Ratcliffe and David Collins. They are announced to be returning hosts, stage hosts. Uh, this is from StarWars.com. Uh, David Collins and Amy Ratcliffe to return as hosts for Star Wars Celebration Chicago. The fan favorites will helm panels and interviews at the mega event in April 2019. So uh, both David and Andy, Amy, sorry, have uh, featured occasionally on the podcast. You can get a full interview with Amy Ratcliffe. And uh, she did a hyphen chat as well. So uh, if you are a fan of Amy Ratcliffe, check that out. Um, but yeah, they, um, they're great hosts. So it is great to have them back in the zone. Uh, I'm going to take a call 
here. Let's go to uh, Patreon contributor Jeff. How you doing, Jeff? What's going on, man? Hey, Steele. How's it going? I'm good. Uh, good to hear from you, man. You're up in San Francisco, yeah? Yep, in San Francisco. Nice. What's, uh, what's, what's, what's on your mind in Star Wars today? Well, I, you know, I saw those, uh, I guess Ray Park was getting picked on a little bit for something. I don't know exactly why anybody would want to pick on him, but <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> did you see this? I, I did, actually. Um, it actually brings up one of my news items. So I'll just, uh, we've got up on uh, IGN, they uh, just put up, or in the last couple of days, that mall uh, scene from Solo, which I, I thought was very interesting. That the um, that every bit of mall footage from Solo is now uh, online. So uh, if if that's what you were hanging out for, there's no need to uh, get the movie per se. But I did see that Ray Park tweeted that um, he'd been training very hard and was sort of like couldn't believe he was getting grief. Now I actually um, I got to battle. Dark Mall Ray Park last week in a lightsaber duel for a, a special uh, segment that will go to air on Australian TV in a couple of weeks. But I'll also have it up on YouTube and stuff so you guys can get a hold of it. And there'll be an extended interview of sorts for, um, for the Steel Wars podcast because on TV they only use little snippets. But I, I did touch his arm in the conversation. I was maybe a bit flirtatious. And that's, that's some rock-hard meat, Jeff. I'm not, I'm not sure what these people are going on about. What do you think? Oh, I think they're being silly, to be honest. Um, I love Maul. He's actually a really great character. Um, even, you know, I, and I really like um, his voice as well. Um, now that I, Sam Witwer is, uh, is awesome as Maul, and I really appreciated him in, in The Clone Wars and, and in Rebels. Um, and I, I, you know, and I always listen to the Robbo report and I have no idea what Robbo is going on about because he hates me so much. Well, um, I'm glad you're enjoying the Robbo report. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, that's a, one of our Patreon bonus shows, you guys. If, um, so on the $1 tier, you get all the back episodes of the regular episode of the regular Steelers podcast. I am talking over myself today. Very frustrating. And, uh, for the $3 tier a month, you get. The, uh, the special bonus shows like the uh, Robbo Report. And, and Robbo is... Um, how, how would you describe Robbo, Jeff? Um, he's a little bit of a, a... Is he a misanthrope? Could you call him a misanthrope? Oh, I, I don't... I don't Somebody I don't, who doesn't necessarily like people... Because he didn't want to go to Celebration because there's too many people there. There's just too much, you know, too much activity, too, much thing, too many things going on. Yeah. But he has a lot of really strong opinions. He'd be more comfortable with Avatar Celebration, where there'd be almost <laughs> no one there. But, uh, yeah, so he's very opinionated. And I, I, I don't know why he doesn't call in anymore. Maybe now that he's on the Patreon, he thinks he's too good. Well, he, I've, I've listened, I've heard him on a bunch of other podcasts, too. So maybe he's, he's getting, he's getting, maybe he thinks he's too big now. I think he might be on something like that. I, um, I actually listened to his um, podcast the other day, The Wookiee Genome Project, which is uh, quite a heady title for a podcast, I must say. But um, 
he did a breakdown with uh, Katie McCourt about whether Luke Skywalker was a pacifist. And um, it was a very interesting discussion about Luke Skywalker and the Jedi, but I don't really think he's a pacifist. What do you think about that? I don't know if he's a pacifist. I think he just decided not to fight the Emperor and threw away the lightsaber. And then he figured that, you know, when in, in The Last Jedi, he decided that he wasn't going to fight because he kept on, he thought, he kept on messing things up. So I don't know if that's pacifism necessarily, but um, he obviously came back and uh, stood in front of the whole First Order with the laser sword. So, um, you know, <laughs> I think I think he, he is a, I think he, I don't think he's a pacifist, but I think he just figured that he was, you know, he was getting in the way. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like he does the best thing for the situation. Like he's thinking about it. Like, like yeah, on, the, on the sail barge, it's like, you know, free us or die. He gave him an option. Do you know what I mean? You can't do any more than that. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. And then he did the, your, your favorite flip, right? Oh. Did he what? <laughs> did he what? <laughs> I, um, I wanted to also gauge, Jeff, um, we just, we've got a new Patreon show, the uh, Star Wars Year by Podcast with Paul Burkhart, where we're going through Star Wars history. Did you check that one out yet? Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I, I thought it was great having that discussion about the different years and um, the flashbacks um, to Buck Rogers. I didn't, you know, I've heard that Queen song a lot, uh, you know, the Flash Gordon Queen song, but I, I didn't know that was because ah! of a movie. You didn't know what? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't know it was part for a movie. I didn't. I didn't even realize. I'd heard it because I think they oh. play it in a lot of TV shows and stuff, you know. But I never knew it was a part of a movie. So that was really fascinating. Um, you know, the whole thing of, of Jar Jar as um, as uh, Goofy. That was, you know, that kind of thing. That was interesting too. All those, all these little details. That's super great that you guys bring this up because, you know, I, I'm 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 older, but I still have missed a lot of pop culture because I've been so focused on Star Wars and some other things. So, you know, there's <laughs> other things that I don't catch. I, I know that whole, I can fall down that from time to time <laughs> myself. Um, it's, it's very easy to do. Uh, anything else on your mind, man? Yeah. So the, the poll question, that's my last thing is the poll question. Um, mm -hmm. I voted that I think it would be cool if there was uh, two colors. Um, just because we always thought it was cool during, you know, when the Phantom Menace came out that there was a double-bladed lightsaber to begin with, but now if I had two colors, I think that would be cool um, to see. I'd be interested, though, to see, like, instead of... Uh, Let me ask you this, though. Wait, I'm going to get... I, I just... This, yeah, just sure. this just hit me, Jeff. Let's get... I, I, this is... I felt like Robbo was just whispering in my ear with this question. So... <laughs> I can feel that. Feel it. We've found now that the kyber crystal color adjusts to the person that has it, yeah? It's like yep. a mood ring or something. We learned that in the Ahsoka novel, yeah. So how could you have two different colors? Because, like... If you had two, if you had two different uh, kyber crystals. Yeah, but don't... Isn't it you that makes them that color? Yeah, but Ahsoka had the Ahsoka had the the green and the yellow, and I know that some people have discussed that it's because they wanted to show you that there were they were two different lightsabers, so when they crack they cl uh, clash, ah. you could tell which one was the right left. But okay. she had two different lightsabers uh, colored, so I think it could be done. All right, now I want to know how'd she get two different colors. I so that's that's the question. I mean, I've been 
I've been, she just popped up with it one at one point, and um, I think, you know, I Hi! Think, correct me, correct me in the in the chat if I'm wrong, but um, oh, they will. Uh, you know the the uh, the <laughs> the forces of destiny with the Yoda and Ahsoka, mm-hmm. um, was that part of it? Maybe not, um, but. But I hadn't seen where I'd been looking actually to see where she got those, and there hasn't been a really good explanation. So maybe somebody knows. Yeah. All right. Um, so we'll see if anyone can hit us on uh, in chat on that one, or they can call in on six four six 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 eight eight three six zero. Yeah, I'm like I love Darth Maul's double bladed lightsaber, and. On this clip that we filmed with Ray Park, I did get to fight him with the double plated lightsaber, and I had a green lightsaber which I requested specially, and it was it was pretty good. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. But um, what did I, what, what did you think? What would you think of a like a white a white one like Ahsoka the white you know the white ones that she used? Uh, what would you think of a double bladed white lightsaber for Ray? I, I just want the classic, just a one just one blade. I got. I, I'm a bit cynical about it because after um, the Phantom Menace came out, like all the fan films of the time, they all had to have someone with a double bladed lightsaber. Like it just became this real thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I, I I always thought it was cool that it was just him that had it, but I, I know that that's not the case. Um, you get to the the murk of uh, Star Wars lore. But, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I just feel like she should just have a single bladed classic bit of action. Um, I know a few people, they were calling for a yellow blade, which, um, you know, could be a a bit of a tribute to um, a couple of Kenner figures. The Luke Skywalker um, original Kenner figure came with a yellow blade, but... Yeah, the multicolored thing. I think it's. I don't know. When I see photoshops of it, it just seems a bit odd. But that's just me. But the the thing was, in it was quite even for a while, kind of like twenty five percent each thing, and then it eventually sort of skewed that more people didn't want it than did. But the thing with Star Wars, that's just like I, I sort of wanted to do that. <laughs> question just to show like there's a lot of different opinions out there do you know what I mean so it's uh it's just a matter of taste but for me it's a single blade all the way Jeff sorry buddy fair enough fair enough hey um thanks so much for your call and also being a Patreon and uh I'll put you back on hold so you can hear the rest of the show thanks Bill appreciate it cheers Jeff now, let's see what else I had on the docket. All right, we have got an article here. Sorry, I think we need to set up a second screen, guys, because there's just too many different things I've got on here. The Star Wars Underworld, one of uh, the best Star Wars podcast out there, had a uh, Dominic Jones, that uh, delightful man from the Star Wars Underworld, uh, got to see Kelly Marie Tran uh, live in, um, where was this? 
at the uh, Toronto International Film Festival. You can see a pic of her there having a great time in the audience Q&A, which is nice. I want to see Kelly Moran, Kelly Marie Tran um, laugh and smile. But um, she spoke to The Hollywood Reporter about her piece in The New York Times and if she'd ever want to go back to social media. And of course, if you haven't heard her uh, op-ed in New York Times about online um, bullying and racism and harassment, she um, she was a victim of, then you should definitely check that out. Um, so let's go to Star Wars Underworld for this. Uh, in her op-ed, Tran explained if explained she decided to leave social media writing. It wasn't their words. Instead, I started to believe them. She would later add, the words reinforce the narrative I had heard my whole life, that I was other, that I didn't belong, that I wasn't good enough, simply because I wasn't like them. And that feeling, I realise now, was as and is shame. A shame for things that made me different, a shame for the culture from which I came from. And to me, the most disappointing thing was I felt it at all. Um, the op-ed, Tran explained, was a chance for her to reclaim the narrative. She told The Hollywood Reporter that I felt like I wanted to write something honest that truly came from me. She also stated that she does see how social media can be a force for good, although she is unsure if she'll ever return. Saying, I don't know if I'll ever go back. There are some really good things that come out of having a community. Hopefully what we're doing here in terms of this project will be illuminated by that. You can have these great discussions on a platform about something that maybe we can't really talk about. Um, and she was out there promoting uh, the first four episodes of Sorry for Your Loss. So um, it's very interesting how... Like, let's take, um, you know, Ryan Johnson, he sort of made a joke about uh, Mike Zero, YouTuber, who um, has got a bit of a reputation for not being that reputable with his reporting. And Mike Zero said that um, you know, Ryan Johnson's going to get fired. And Ryan Johnson made the uh, joke that, oh, if it's coming from him, it's obviously not true. And on the set of episode eight, um, Zeroed became a, uh, a joke term for getting something really wrong. And some other YouTubers that never really seemed to have had anything to do with Mike Zero came out to defense of Mike Zero because he was getting harassed by Ryan Johnson. Now, these same YouTubers seem to have no issue with Kelly Marie Tran getting harassed or demand um, evidence of this harassment, this racism, and then when you show it to them, then they sort of just go, oh, well, everyone gets harassed. They're, I'll decode it for you. They don't really care about Mike Zero. They just care about being against Ryan Johnson. So it's, uh, and is it harassment or bullying if you make a joke about someone saying that you're going to lose your job? Ugh. I don't think so. I've got, I've got another example of this I wanted to show you guys. It's, um, 
pretty interesting, I found. Um, where are these guys here? So, I'm not sure if you saw this, but um, we had uh, a tweeter uh, hit up Grace Randolph, who's um, a, a uh, what would you say, a pundit, a movie pundit who has been, um, I think she reported several times that Kathleen Kennedy is getting fired very soon. Hasn't worked out, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But she's very much against The Last Jedi and Lucasfilm. And so someone uh, was at Disneyland wearing a T-shirt saying, make Star Wars great again, and tweeted to Grace Randolph that she, he was lobbying hard at Disney this weekend, getting tons of compliments, and uh, had a photo of him and his three mates walking around the, the park with uh, this Make Star Wars Great Again t-shirt, which, you know, let's be uh, clear, is a riff on Donald Trump um, as, as divisive a person as there is on the planet, uh, whether you are for him or against him, you can't deny that, and uh, using his slogan, and, you know, it ended up getting a lot of attention, and it came down to him tweeting this. Um, someone replied, I just did not like how Kelly Marie Tran was bullied, and the, um, the t-shirt wearer, the tweeter said, I agree, bullying isn't cool. Kind of like how I'm getting bullied on Twitter right now. Now, is that bullying to um, respond to something that you wanted an outraged response about? Like you wore the t-shirts to the theme park, you took a photo of it, and then you tweeted it to someone with a large social media presence, hoping they would retweet it, obviously, and you'd rile everyone up. And ta-da, it worked. And people are tweeting you that they don't appreciate what you've done. And I'm sure, I'm totally sure, that some people overstepped the mark with what I would say would be appropriate to um, express their displeasure with your top. But um, then I found this one, which is pretty interesting. It's, um, you know, he's against bullying. And then someone pointed out this tweet, which is, uh, hey, Ryan, this is from the man that uh, tweeted the T-shirt. Hey, Ryan Johnson, how's your day going? Hope you spilled your coffee, had your lunch order messed up, and got toilet paper stuck on your shoe for a big business meeting. So embarrassing. Say you are sorry. Make Star Wars great again. But I thought he didn't like bullying online. And why didn't Grace or any of these people care that Kelly Marie Tran was getting bullied? Hmm. I wonder if we can work it out. Here's the other thing about that that I want to talk about, and uh, if you want to call in and discuss this, I'd be very happy to at 646-668-8360. And that is about, it's not right for a director to act like that. 
to, to call out um, people that are overzealous in their dislike of a movie, a man baby. It's, it's, not, it's not right for a director to do that. Where is this director's handbook, the Hollywood director's handbook? Where is that? Because apparently it says that you can, um, it's pretty fine to uh, use your position to uh, get sexual favors. Apparently that's fine. And uh, apparently it's fine to have um, a actual child predator in the film Predator. Apparently that's okay. And believe your mum, you very much earned my respect for that. But um, you can't speak out about that. It's, it's, this is the other thing that I also enjoy about Pelican Marie Trans. Um, some people that want to validate their harassment is that that's why they get paid the big bucks. That's why. Now, let's go with that one. They, they get paid a lot of money, and part of that is the taking of the harassment. So... Does Kelly Marie Tran's manager, like, say, okay, so let's say, all right, for Star Wars Episode Nine, we want, I don't know how much, let's say she's going to get $400,000 for um, her co-starring role. They go, okay, great. Do you think the manager then says, hey, also, um, we're going to need uh, $100,000 uh, racism bonus because there's going to be a lot of racism. And um, that's why we get paid the big bucks. So uh, we need the big bucks because that makes racism not as bad. Is, is, is that what happened? I don't know. I don't know. But um, also in the show notes you should check out, I have uh, posted the article by Bethany Lacina uh, titled on the Washington Post, Who Hates Star Wars for its Newfound Diversity? Here are the numbers and very fascinating project. She went through and analysed uh, the type of speech that was getting tweeted about about Kelly Trent and the Last Jedi, and also towards uh, female Star Wars fans and female podcasters. And Bethany will be uh, on a interview version of Steel Wars this week. We'll go into that in full. Also on the Star Wars Underworld and up a little graphic for this. If no, we don't have a graphic for this one. That's okay. Uh, the Last Jedi rises to the top of the home video sales charts. Now, um, this is the current charts for the year, and Star Wars The Last Jedi has come in number one. The Oh, this is home movie sales. Sorry, I don't understand this list on the Star Wars Underworld because all the ones I had seen had Black Panther at number two. So I'm going to click through this link in variety. I don't know why that is. Does anyone know? Tell me this in the chat room. Why is Jumanji on the top of second of this list when everyone else had Black Panther? Anyway. My point being on this is The Last Jedi is the current number one. White Panther is number two. And we have still got Infinity War to come out on Blu-ray. And I am sure that is going to be huge. 
do not get me wrong. But for a while, the um, I don't I, like. I don't really care about if you like it or don't like the Last Jedi or Star Wars. But I I do like facts, and I like people when they have their arguments together. They they do have the facts in uh, some sort of you know decent order, and. If you're going to claim that The Last Jedi's Blu-ray sales show that the, the movie's a failure or something like that, it's probably pointing out that it came number one, or it's currently number one, in a shrinking market. Like, I'm not sure if you've heard Blu-rays. They're, they're, they're about to get cancelled so they can be re-released for, um, for hipsters in 20 years' time. But just, like, that's not a good like being number one in a shrinking market that's not a that doesn't help your cause so um and it, it's fine if you don't like it and uh if you think it sucked but blu-ray sales can't be a reason blu-ray sales can't be a reason for that in my opinion and it's a pretty level-headed reason or opinion I should point out. Hey, um, also, while uh, I've got you guys, make sure you check out the new interview episode of Steel Wars with Justin Bolger, who runs social media for Lucasfilm for at Star Wars over all platforms. And he is a diehard Star Wars fan. He used to be a podcaster for the Force Cast. And we have one hell of a Star Wars chat. I think it's io9 has got the solo a star wars story darth maul clip and i was i was very interested to know how lucasfilm were going to market the solo blu-ray and obviously they've got ray park out and i don't know it's sort of like rad that he's doing it and i was very very uh happy to interviewing and stuff, but it's a weird thing that he's, like, he's only in it for that, like, like, in the clip, that's his whole, like, essence in the actual movie, but, um, where is Enfy's Nest? Where is she? How come she's not in the market? How come I'm not interviewing her? It's all about me, but, uh, I, yeah. It's, it's a bit upsetting that they haven't um, used her at all. I think we have got through all our uh, news for the day. This was a bit of a bumpy ride, and I feel like I'm doing too many things here, watching too many different things at once. So I'm going to change, streamline this a bit more for Wednesday so there's not so many uh, empty uh, gaps in the uh, in the pod or in the YouTube. So that is good, I guess. Maybe I Alright. It's back to me. I'm going to go through the chat room and see. Um, Gaming's Finest says, Steel, I was literally just listening to you on Pop Quiz Hotshot, the one with Schuster, when you lost to the girl that hadn't seen Star Wars. Oh, okay. 
why do you have to bring up these bad memories? I was on this, my friend Michael Williams' quiz show, and it was Star Wars theme, and it was, we had the guys from Sans Pants Radio on, and pop quiz, pop quiz hot shots, and I was killing it. I was like 30 points ahead or something, and I arrogantly bet all my points on the last question. I think it was, who says, I've got a bad feeling about this or something, and I got it wrong. And a girl that had never seen Star Wars one, and it was very upsetting. So thanks for bringing that up, Gaming Spinus number one. <sighs> and um, Jeff Wood says I really love that scene in Solo where Enfys jumps up to slash down after they reveal the old woman. Looking forward to that gif. Oh my god! Speaking of gifts, you guys. Actually, this is something I'm going to talk about right now. Um, I got to see a bunch of the bonus features from the Solo Blu-ray, and when this comes, it comes out Friday or something on digital. When it does come out, um, your Twitter feed is going to be loaded with Chewbacca gifts. The behind-the-scenes footage of Chewbacca playing around, and this one where he's doing snow angels in the snow. It's I, I was just like gif gift that's going to be a gift that's going to be a gift it's um jonas has a lot of fun playing chewbacca on the set and oh can everyone see there's a little bit of jerry here look here's his tail it's my cat you guys he's just he's trying to work out what's going on so oh yeah and they had this round table which was super good, like a podcast. They were around sort of like the um, the Sabak table uh, set up in a studio, and it was the entire cast and Ron Howard, and they just chat about their experiences, how they got hired, how they found out, what they did, and then different experiences on set. I only got to see half of it, and I think it went for about five to ten minutes, so it's going to go for about ten to twenty minutes. Oh, my cat just walked past again. Very exciting. Uh, the hyper cat <laughs> and now he's just he's going back and forth this is great content if you're listening to the audio of this you need to come check this out <laughs> <laughs> what a good boy the weird thing is is that the youtube stream I've, I've got up is on delay so after he walks past i then get to see him like 10 seconds later walk uh, on the screen so it's very exciting um yeah so that feature is really good and the other feature, I can't remember which one it is, but you do get to see George Lucas on the Falcon with Ron Howard and him meeting Alden and him just praying, like mucking around. And uh, I won't say what it is, but Ron Howard and he recreate a little scene from Star Wars on the Falcon. And like, come on, George Lucas, what more do you want? So good. So uh, look forward to that on uh, the solo Blu-ray or digital or DVD if you can find one of those. That is going to be it for today. I think, how long did we do here? I can't even work that out. I feel like we went a bit longer than how I would like to normally, but that is fine. Talking about Star Wars is a good times if you like this show and you want to make sure there is continued episodes of 
the hyper news. Um, you can become a patron for the one or three dollar tier. Um, you can go up to five, you get stickers, and you go up to ten, you get a t-shirt. But um, and you get like a ton of bonus content as well. Or if you want to support in a completely non-financial way, just hit subscribe, hit the little bell, so you know when we're doing the next episode. Give us a thumbs up and uh, write a comment or share it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and spread the word because the more people check it out, the more episodes we can do. And I will try to streamline trying to. I feel like um, like one of those one-man bands, like buskers, and I've got like a tambourines and I've got the mouth organ, I'm playing a guitar and then my feet are playing a drum. So there's a lot of, lot of moving parts here. And I, someone has just messaged me about joining their AFRA um, petition or something. But call in guys if you want to talk about this sort of stuff. But uh, that's all for today, and uh, a new interview episode of Steel Wars will be up talking about that fascinating uh, look into Star Wars social media. That will be up in the next 48 hours. If you are a Patreon, make sure you check out um, my new show with Hawes Burka from Blue Harvest Podcast, Star Wars Year by Podcast. It is available for patrons on audio and also enhanced video, which is really cool. And uh, there's a new Robo Report up from last week as well. And, uh, and the Justin Bolger Lucasfilm interview. Thank you guys so much. And may that force be with you. <laughs>